What's up, guys? Here for the second episode of Nerds on the Black. Uh, I'm Zach Gifford from Birds on the Black. I'm here today with Keeley um, as our special guest. We're going to be talking the Taylor Swift March Madness in lieu of baseball getting canceled, which um, in this Periscope's very short history, we've already killed baseball. We've delayed it potentially until July. Uh, we'll see how that goes. So in the meantime, there's no baseball going on. We're going to talk about Taylor Swift. We'll talk about baseball too. This is a baseball podcast. Keeley might not. We'll see how that goes. Um, but Keeley, welcome <laughs> to the show. Um, hopefully, hopefully our listeners are ready to hear some, uh, hear about our Taylor Swift escapades, but we'll see how that goes. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. Um, down in, you're down in Florida, right? Is that, am I... Am yeah. I guessing that right? Have yes. you guys seen any of the uh, corona outbreak down there much, or is it still kind of outside of your... Um, no, I think we have, like, six people in Jacksonville that have it now, and, like, four of them are right by where I work, so that's good. Oh, so it's going to be spreading over <laughs> spreading over to you soon. So next next week we'll uh, we'll, we'll have Keeley canceled instead of baseball. She'll be, she'll be gone, too, at this <laughs> rate. But, um, so, yeah, I think, you know, we... Uh, I saw, or I put out on Twitter, we are, we're doing a Taylor Swift March Madness bracket where, um, you know, me and Keeley went through, made our picks. Um, I, I think, you know, if you follow either of us on Twitter, Keeley's a super fan. I'm more of just a normal fan. Um, but we made, we made the picks there. If, you know, if you guys fill out a bracket and have a final four, tweet it at me before we kind of pick our winners, I guess. Um, we'll, uh, we're going to be, I'll be at least donating ten dollars or buying merch um for you know winning brackets uh that'll go to more than baseball which is an organization helping the minor league players who right now um without spring training without they're not paid during spring training anyways but with the season delayed uh, you know they're not going to get paid until further notice i think you know we saw the cardinals let out some uh they said they're going to have, I think, a million-dollar fund to help their game day workers, and they're paying their the minor leaguers their stipend, which, from what I've heard, is $25 um, a day. Not very uh, much. I don't know, Keely, uh, maybe, I don't know what you would eat with $25 a day, but I'd probably have to get Chipotle twice. Uh, right. <laughs> it's not much you can yeah, eat. And, and yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not in baseball shape anymore. Well, I probably never was, but I'm definitely... Definitely not in the shape minor leagues need to be in, so we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, so thanks for joining. Obviously, it's going to be a long time without baseball. Hopefully, we can survive um, until the summer and you know see what see what the season brings. Uh, like I said, we'll get started on the Mar- the Taylor Swift March Madness bracket. I think um, I mean Keely had talked a little bit about this offline, so we can kind of go through that. But uh, Team Ziller, who I don't actually know, um, he just kind of popped up because of Brendan Schaefer on my timeline. Um, put together 64 Taylor Swift songs. I have no idea how you ranked them. I think um, I don't. I don't know about you. For me, there were some issues in the rankings. Um, we can maybe get yeah. into that later on. But so he, Tom Zeller, put together um, 64 Taylor Swift songs for March Madness and Blue not having basketball games since all sports are canceled. Um, so we, me and Keely, on the side, kind of went through, made our picks. I think. You know, we've been asking you guys to do the final four. So for ours, maybe we can start with, um, I don't know, where do you, where do you want to start with this? Let's go with, uh, let's start with our first four out. So the four songs for you that should have been on the bracket and weren't. And I think there were some good ones that were missed, but we'll see. We'll see what you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so since the last time we talked about this, I've made an addition to my list mm. that I listened to it today and I realized how big of a snub it really was. Enchanted. Okay. I can't believe it got left off the list. And it makes me think that whoever made this list is more of a casual listener, especially since they put all of the movie soundtrack songs oh, yeah, on definitely. the list. Yeah. So. Uh, that was definitely I think I saw that there was a last I think he ranked it was like based on the last FM ranking which I don't know if that's like just airplay or, oh but yeah, yeah. Uh, it was enchanted's a good one I I would uh, not have it on my first four out but you know we can we, we can agree just <laughs> it's a little lower on my list okay um cruel summer I think oh, we can all yes. agree that that majorly yeah, that one that one was sorely missed uh-huh 
uh, Daylight. I don't know if everybody will agree with me on that, but that's a big, personal favorite big of mine. Lover fan, so Lover Lover got snubbed as an album. Big Lover stand. <laughs> and from the first album, the probably a surprise. But Cold as you, mm. I feel like it, that's a real stand song. Are you sending that back to uh, to Tom making the bracket for leaving leaving those off? Seems like a cold shoulder to a lot of these songs. Maybe I think for me, yeah. um, so. I have, I struggled to get this list down to four, um, and this, I don't know what this is going to say about me, but we'll see. Uh, so the first one is, the first, first one off I'd say is Cornelius Street. I think that's like a top, for me at least, oh my gosh. that's like a top three song. I agree. Um, I don't know how it wasn't on this bracket. Um, I guess just because it's not released as a single, maybe. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. Um, it just doesn't have the airplay, but for me, that's for sure a top three song. Um... I would have had it in the final four if it was on there. I probably would have had it in the final if it didn't get matched up against my eventual champion. Um, Untouchable. I don't know why. First first album, but for some reason there's like a couple of lines in there that I kind of get into each time through. Um, Holy Ground is another good one. Um, and then Forever and Always, but specifically the piano version. Um, I listened to the normal version of Forever and Always, and I it's fine. It's a Taylor Swift song, so it's good. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. Graham, Taylor Swift on the black. Agreed. Yeah, we're, we're, uh, I'm probably losing followers as we talk, but that's great. Um, <laughs> no baseball. I'm going to lose. We're, this is just what we'll talk baseball next week, I guess. Um, but yeah, so forever and always is my last snub. I think oh, there were a few other ones. Like I wanted to put, I'd lie in my first four out, but I know that wasn't a technical release. So, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if it counts, but Better Than Revenge was another one that probably should have been on there. Haunted. Uh, Haunted. That's an, Yeah, there was a lot that... I mean, I, you only have 64. She's had seven albums, so probably close to 100 songs at this point. Um, you're always going to have some miss, but there were some uh, there were some places where you know you could move some seating around, drop some off, and I think we would have been okay for it. But I don't know. I've been joking with Tara offline that uh, I need to go through and rank all of her songs, like one to however many there are. Uh, I probably won't do that pet project, but um, we'll s- maybe after criticizing this bracket, I should. Um, for the people who in here who want to talk baseball, do you who do you think on the Cardinals is the most likely to have Taylor Swift songs written about them? I think there's okay, an so easy I- answer. There is, a- <laughs> you know, who the easy answer is. Yeah. Bader. Bader. But I have strong opinions about this. I was thinking about this earlier. So I feel like Harrison Bader is the guy that you get songs written about you like gorgeous. Oh. It's not like the angsty like breakup songs. It's like the guy Bader, that you want to never date? get. Does he just is that the he does, but I just feel like it's he's more of like that type of vibe. Okay. It's not like the angsty, like you broke my heart. Okay. So who's do, who do you have for, like, the, the breakup songs, then? If Bader's just the, the gorgeous, the who do, who do we have for the breakup songs? I feel like maybe Tyler O'Neill, but I feel like that's also an obvious answer. <laughs> I also get that vibe from, I don't know if he counts, but Andrew Kisner. Uh, really? Yes. Okay. He would definitely. What about uh, Gifts and Graham in the chat are saying that Flaherty um, would have some songs. See, my thing with Flaherty oh. is I love him as a baseball player. I think he's great. Mm-hmm. I don't – he just – he seems so, like, when he when he's kind of out in social, um, he just seems pretty reserved, which I don't know if that's just he doesn't want to get in trouble with kind of where the team's at, what the if he's just kind of reserved that way. But he definitely, like, he has potential. I don't think he gets there. Uh, I don't know what your thoughts are. I mean, yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully, Flaherty is not out breaking hearts, but I feel like he would. He would definitely he get some type he, of... He could break hearts. It doesn't seem like he's he's focused on... Uh, more focused maybe on breaking bats. Hopefully, we'll see. Um, bad, <laughs> bad segue into baseball. All right, back to our bracket, because we need to get down to our final four and then our champions. I don't know if... I don't know if we talked about this, but... Did you have, like, for me, when I was, like, picking, 
I was thinking about the toughest matchups that I had, so like the toughest choices between mm-hmm. two songs. Um, and I think this happened in like the second round. So I, I talked to you about this a little bit. My the top left region of my bracket, whatever that would be in like a March Madness bracket, let's call it the East region, um, got really weird. So this is where I just totally disagree with the seedings. But I think in my final four, I had, and this is gonna this is gonna give away some people that guess songs to come out of this bracket if there were any. My, at least my Elite Eight, I guess, in this had a, what is this, a 13 seed and a 15 seed. So Story of Us was the 13 seed and Long Live was the 15. I think both of those, uh, Long Live I like heard when I was like around, like I was four years late to it, but it was like a big graduation song when I was like coming out of high school. Mm-hmm. And so there's some sentimental value there. But in the second round for Story of Us, they were faced Picture to Burn, so I had picture burton beat ready for it in the first round so a lot of upsets um that one for me i feel like if picture to burn would have beat um story of us in my head i so i ended up having story of us in the championship i think if picture to burn would have beat story of us it's also would have made it to the championship and still lost to the my eventual champion um but i think that was tough as me and brendan talked he like brendan struggled through this bracket for four hours brendan schaefer um, which I had no intention of him struggling through this for so long. I didn't mean to like cause him that much anxiety, but he's a big Taylor Swift fan too. And we were like talking through it. It's like, this was one where like the seeds just didn't line up. So I don't know if there's any, any like that you had. Um, I think that was the biggest one for me. There were probably a couple others, but that was like, I probably sat on that one for honestly, like probably like 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, I mean, definitely I, don't agree with you. I would put the story of us over picture to burn. I did, I did pick story uh, of us, but it took a while. Okay. I feel like one of the hardest ones in the first round, at least for me was getaway car versus paper rings. Yeah, that was tough. They're good in different ways. Yeah. Paper rings is a lot more of the like kind of, I don't know, loose fun vibe getaway cars, just maybe a little more meaningful. Mm-hmm. I also had on the other side it has All Too Well up against Gorgeous which I feel like is not fair because you're putting like a fun like upbeat happy song against like a breakup like sad song yeah no that's but I mean yeah that's fair she does have kind of a mix of kind of like everything's going well like happy songs and then like i don't know so much of her inspiration seems to come from things going very very poorly um Mm -hmm. i personally did not have a problem with that pick but we'll get to that maybe more in a little bit because we don't want to give away the lead yet um back to baseball so who do you think of the cardinals roster would be the biggest taylor swift fan so i feel like probably somebody with a soft spot Maybe had their heart broken before. Um, again, I feel like Harrison Bader definitely listens oh, no to way. Taylor Swift, but he's in, he doesn't tell anybody oh, about okay. it. So he just does it in secret. He's Isn't he like a... I, where was he from originally? I feel like... Isn't he from... I think he's New, New York. York. Yeah. I was going to guess Jersey, but there's no way. You think so? I think oh. so. See, but it's more like... It's the pop songs. It's the pop singles. Like, I feel like he listens to Shake It Off. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. That. Um, also, I have the older softies, Goldschmidt and Wayno. I feel like they definitely listen to, like, old G. They listen to, like, Love Story yeah, by for, themselves. For, yeah. <laughs> they, uh, Yachty and uh, Wainwright have probably done a... Could you imagine a Molina and Wainwright love story duet? Oh, I, that song. I would a lot of money that song was made for it. It's the only song I've ever done in karaoke. Um, it needs a it needs a duet partner. I we're not <laughs> going to get that far, but um, Graham thinks Jordan Hicks. Uh, DP four eighty seven thinks it's Colton. See, Colton has a wife. Colton hasn't gone through. I think I hope that she's his wife. It's his. I think it's his wife. Um, he hasn't gone through the breakup. Like they, he didn't have. I assume if they're married now, they've probably been together a little while. You know, I just don't think that he would have had enough breakups to really, like, totally, totally vibe with Taylor Swift. Uh, Webby, 
is going with DeYoung. Um, <laughs> PRB writing my Wayno Yachty ballad. Yeah, the, they're good. They um, there's probably oh, so you're gonna this. We'll get into the final four now. This is a good segue. So we talked about this. You didn't like me for it. Um, my final four were Story of Us, like we said before. Um, in mm-hmm. the, we'll call it the East bracket in the West. Uh, I had all too well, um, mm-hmm. in the South, I guess maybe love story. Mm-hmm. And then in my, have I used the West? Yeah. I used the West in central. Sure. I had lover, but specifically the version of lover featuring Sean Mendez, which I think. Which I did not agree you, with. <laughs> did not agree with. I thought that bracket was terrible. I'm sorry. I it, there was a lot of weak songs in that bracket to me. Maybe it was just. I mean, there it sounds from all the albums. I guess it's just the ones I didn't really totally vibe with. Getaway Car was good. Paper Rings was good. Yeah. Um, I, I like that. only the young, but I don't like the end of it. So it kind of like, and when she like brings the kids in at the end, I don't really love that. Um, mm. Maybe that's shallow of me. But yeah, Lover featuring Sean Mendes, which again, a song made that to me sounds like it's made for a duet. They did the duet very poorly, but Yachty and Mal- and uh, Wainwright, if they were ever going to do a Taylor Swift duet, I can't imagine a more fitting song. <laughs> They've been together for, I mean, how, how many years is it now? Like 14, 15? It's, yeah, it's definitely... They're, wow. they're going through some struggles right now. They're, they're, you know, they're spending some time apart. They're probably quarantined from each other. I don't know what either of them's <laughs> doing, but hopefully they can, you know, maybe, maybe while they're apart, they'll, uh, they'll write their, their duet ballad together. Um, all right. So what do you got for your final four? Okay. Our final four was very, very all different. All our picks were very different. So, so, yes. So I don't know what we're calling these. So it, the West Division? Yeah, uh, yeah, just name them whatever you want. Okay, I had um, Miss Americana. Okay. Which people don't agree no, with. That's a new era song. Not a, not a Miss Americana um, All fan. Too Well. All Too Well, obviously. Yep. Red. I had Beating Out Love Story. Okay. And Sparks. Sparks Fly. Yes. That was the... Um, so this is one thing I didn't realize. That was on, like, the Target Special Edition, right? It wasn't even on the normal album, the normal Speak Now album, I think. Sparks yeah. Fly? Or maybe I'm wrong. I could be very wrong. If I'm wrong, just agree with me, and, and I'll figure it I'm out later. I'm gonna hang up. That's so wrong. Sparks Fly is the second song on the album. <laughs> I thought it was on the album where she has the red... Okay, I'm totally wrong. That's fine. No! This, this is why I you're mean, the super fan. It's on Speak Now, but it's not the bonus track. Okay. It's on the This album. is why you're the super fan. So you have Sparks Fly is like a perfect like Taylor Swift song. Like that's like the definition of a Taylor Swift song. It's like, but but we see she's got the two angles. Like that's one where she's like, she's like writing about how she's like falling in love or whatever. Yeah. Whatever it is, um, I do like Sparks Fly. I did. I had it losing to Lover, which looking back at it was questionable. Um, it was an upset for sure. Last like last second buzzer beater maybe. Um, mm-hmm. It sounds like so. What was your the bracket in the top left? You had Miss Americana coming out, and then All Too Well, Red, and so you were big in the what is it two thousand eight to two thousand ten era of Taylor Swift, probably Fearless, Speak Now. Um, two thousand ten actually, even later. Yeah, so it's definitely new era. New era Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, mine was. I tried to like keep it a little bit, a little bit balanced. So I had the, I think I had four different albums. Yeah, but that was kind of intentional on my part. All right, so who you have in the final? I have Sparks Fly, and All Too Well. So. All right, and I have All Too Well and Story of Us. So we're down to there were for our bracket. We got um, it was probably a little more than a dozen maybe entries. Probably half, almost half of them got this right. So me and Cardinal's gifts for all the people that got oh, this right, no and they, it, it is right. It's not just like they picked the same. This is the right answer. So sorry, Keely, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> we're donating either ten dollars or uh, merchandise to you know the people who won in the bracket, um, with proceeds going to the uh, uh, more than baseball. So. 
you give me your champion first, I'll reveal mine after that, and then we'll... I don't have the exact count of how many people we're donating for, but I think it's probably going to be... It's like five or six, which isn't bad, considering we start with 64 teams, or songs. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my champion, which obviously you're not going to agree with, based on what we no, just talked about. Right. But that's fine. It happens. <laughs> Mine was Sparks Fly. That was, when I saw that, I was so, like... Shocked. Yeah. But then somebody else actually picked that, too. So maybe I'm the wrong one. It's a good song. Um, it's actually, like, my roommate from sophomore I mean, year. I like, we his also favorite song. about relatability has, has a lot to do with our picks of the songs. The what? Like, that's why the relatability has a lot to do with what we feel so about are, songs. So are you saying that some... <laughs> never mind. Every time I say that... No. Every time I say that my favorite Taylor Swift song is All Too Well, the immediate question is, who hurt you? And yes. Are you okay? Yeah, are you okay? (laughs) Who hurt you? Are you sure you're fine? Yes, I'm fine. All Too Well is absolutely my favorite Taylor Swift song um, by wide margin. Cornelius? I would agree that it's the best. I would agree that it's the best. So you didn't didn't pick what you thought was the best. You just picked your difference between favorite and best? Is that fair? Yes. I would say that All Too Well is a... That's her best written song, no yeah. doubt. But it's not necessarily... It's one of my I've favorites. I've heard that there's a 10-minute version of All Too Well somewhere out there. Um, uh-huh. There is. And she put the alternate lyrics in the Lover Journal, which you would know if you were a real fan. Yeah, so I... <laughs> Yeah, I heard that it was, if you, it's in when you buy the album, right? Like, if you buy the physical album, you get the journal, right? Yeah, Yeah. so I have not bought the physical album. The only actual, like, album I think that I own, and it might be my sister's, would be Fearless and Red. I don't know which ones are, if those are technically mine or hers, but I probably listen to them more than her. (laughs) Um, so yeah, all too well, I think we had, I bookmarked all the people that got this right, so I'll be following up in DMs, hopefully, you know, they'll probably see a bunch of people after this now that picked all too well, so maybe we'll just donate for, for those people too, we'll see. Um, but I'll be following up with the people who picked all too well, you were right, you win, um, thank God that you listened to the best Taylor Swift songs, I hope that you're okay, um, I hope that (laughs) nobody hurt you too bad that we're all, like, lining up on this, but, um, maybe maybe it's a good thing so i think with that um you know we can open it up to baseball keely you're welcome to stay on i know you were you're the resident taylor swift expert so if you want to drop that's totally fine too um we'll see i don't know how many people we still have in the periscope um but if there's any baseball questions kind of coming through we can go through those um i know it's I, we saw some hicks comments uh with t- in relation to taylor swift songs libby keely is such a queen she is the queen of Cardinals Twitter, from what I hear. I can't see the comments. What? <laughs> I said I don't know why I can't see the comments. Oh, I think, yeah, that's, I think if you swipe up, they save them now. I'm not totally sure, but at least for me. Gosh, Zach has it together. Keely has a superior baseball mind. Uh, yes, my mind. So I'm not totally Kyle. Kyle's brain is totally full of mush. Um, I love you, Kyle. I hope you're listening. You would say the same about yourself, I hope. Um, I would say that all of our writing is total crap. We would own it as total crap. And sometimes when you spew a bunch of stuff out, some things seem smart, and we try to hide the really dumb ones. And hopefully that's, I think, for that's definitely the case for me. I was super high on, like, Jose Martinez. It worked out for, like, two months while he was hot and then totally crashed and burned. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see, Graham. Yeah, Graham. I think is probably our biggest fan. Uh, we're gonna have to. Get, we'll we'll try to get Graham on here at some point. Right now, I can't bring guests on. Um, but I think Graham would be. Graham, we'll we'll follow up with you separately. Um, but I think you know once baseball, especially once we get into more baseball talk. I don't know if if we ever do a Halsey Paul. Uh, Haas, fuck. Halsey podcast. Family friendly Periscope apparently Halsey podcast. Graham would be a hundred percent my go to. Um, which bench player will get the most plate appearances this year? So this seems right up your alley. Superior baseball mind. Um, which Cardinals bench player gets the most plate appearances? Any ideas? Bench player. 
I guess let's I let's say players starting on the bench on opening day, because like Tommy Edmond is sort of a bench player in that he's a utility that's, guy. That's who I'm thinking. Know if I want to consider him as a bench player. Yeah, I don't know either. He's like a super utility man. I when I cuz when I think of like bench player, I'm thinking like like Brad Miller is like a bench player. Like he's only playing as a backup. Yeah. Tommy Edmond was good enough last year that he's probably playing as more than a backup. Um Oh. Um I'm trying let me think. I'm looking at the roster. Yeah, that's why I, I now that we like don't have spring training for the last week and we like just don't have these games, I'm like struggling to think of who's even on the bench. I would guess. Uh, I'll go first. I would guess that it's going to be it's going to be in the outfield. Mm-hmm. So if I think the starting outfield is Bader in center, Fowler in right, whether I think he deserves it or not, and then, yep. Yep, thumbs down. Uh, and I think O'Neal will probably start in left. I talked with Brendan last week, and he kind of thinks they might start Edmund. I think it was Edmund in left just for kind of like a r- reward. I mean, it's like five months away at this point, it so is. who knows. It, what that's the- true. They could all – we don't even know who's going to get out of the, the coronavirus alive. Um, <laughs> they are all healthy individuals. Hopefully they're hopefully they're hopefully. Uh, social distancing. Um I would say it's probably going to be Lane Thomas, which is probably a little bit... Uh, yeah, Lane Thomas. I'll go with Lane Thomas. He's going to get probably like 300 spotting around um, the outfield. That's my bad take of the day. Um, what's yours? Um, I would agree with Lane Thomas. I also feel like Ravello is going to have some fire pinch hitting yeah. performances. <laughs> Well, and he was probably going to take the Jose Martinez role, right? Because yeah, they've been kind of faking in the outfield. He's more of a backup first baseman. I don't. Hopefully, he's a better fielder than Martinez. We'll see. Maybe um, if the season ever starts, we'll see. That was super weird. Did you see the story about him when he was um, for like the twenty four hours where he was like going to a? I think it was Korea. He so he got signed. He, it, it came out like it's super late one night Ravello. that Ravello agreed to terms with the team. I think it was Korea. I might be wrong. Hopefully the chat can kind of tell me, maybe the chat can tell me that. I think it was Korea. But then like within 12 hours of that coming out, the Cardinals traded. Um, that They made that trade with the Rays. So they got Libertor and then they gave up Arena and Jose Martinez. And all of a sudden you had like an extra spot with the 26th roster spot for Ravello. And so I think Tara was like following on his wife's Instagram to like figure out where they thought that he, like what was going on like real time. Cause the team hadn't announced anything other than the trade. Um, but there was, there was some report out there. I don't know if you saw that. Um, I don't, I don't remember that at all. Maybe I, I made it that up. Story. Maybe I dreamt this and made it up in the interest <laughs> of making uh, some time during during the baseball slowdown. I think I forget exactly what happened, but it was I remember like for twenty four hours, like there was a chance that like Ravello was just gonna go to Korea. And it, for me, it was like at the time it happened, it was like that's really good for him because he's gonna get the playing time. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's nice to he'll be. He's a good. He's been a good hitter in the minor leagues for a while, so hopefully he can play a role for the Cardinals this year. Um, we had some Edmundo, Edmundo Sosa, Brad Miller. Sosa, I think, is tough. Um, you know, he's look. He did look a lot better in spring um, from what we saw, but uh, yeah, Ravello to Asia was a thing for me. I think it was Korea. Yes, Graham confirms it was Korea. Um, I hope Edmundo Sosa is good, but I I don't know that there's a spot with him with Brad Miller. We'll see. Um, did you go to? You said you you went to a few spring training games, right? Until Corona stopped you. I did. Yeah, um, I went to three. I was supposed to be going tomorrow and Thursday, but that uh, it's not happening. When the fielders walked off during the middle of the game, that kind of put a dent in that. Yeah. <laughs> so I've never been down there. Yeah. I was. I was in Florida like a week or two ago, but it was unrelated. Um, I was at the last PGA mm-hmm. Tour event with fans for a while. Um, oh, which the one? The Arnold Palmer in Bay Hill. 
So wow. it was, it's just like right outside Orlando. Um, I've done, we've done the same trip two years in a row now. Um, it's a really good time. It's a beautiful course. Um, we, they had like an open house right off one of the greens and like all the houses around the course are insane. And so we like, oh, I'm sure. you know, there are a few of us there that guys I went to school with and, um, one of my roommates and we went in, it was like a $3.5 million house. It was like granite and marble, everything. There was just like an open, like open space, like not, it was like a fountain almost. It was like a pool, but more like a fountain than a pool. Um, and then just like a balcony looking over the golf course. It was insane. Um, but I've never been to a spring training game and I imagine those are probably for baseball fans, a little more interesting than golf and overly expensive open houses. Um, yeah. What was, Um, I guess kind of what's, do you guys have like, as a fan there, do you have like more access than normal or is it, what's the, what's kind of the lay of the land? Um, it's hard to say. I mean, all the games that I went to, I got there a little bit later than you want to. If you're trying to get, like, player interactions, okay. I got there maybe, like, 30 minutes before start time. Okay. So I didn't really – they had already pulled the net. So um, – but it definitely feels – as a baseball fan, it's a lot more – I don't know if intimate is the right yeah. word. But it, feel, it feels like a minor league game, but with major league players. Yeah. So I, as a fan, I thought it was really is cool. Is it like – It definitely – I guess – Assuming for a lot of Cardinals fans, the cost to get there is maybe a little, probably up there a little bit. But like, for in terms mm-hmm. of like tickets to the actual games, I assume it's pretty pretty cheap. Yeah, um, I mean it's definitely cheaper than major league games. <laughs> yeah, I went to major league. The, the major Astros. leagues apparently don't want you to watch or go to games based on ticket prices and blackout restrictions. But story for another time. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I got. The tickets I got to the Astros game were like twenty five dollars, but I was like the third row off the field, so it was like really good tickets. Were there, so were there any? Uh, obviously, everybody in here knows about the Astros scandal. Was there anything going on um, while you were there? Um, like, in- there was a lot of booing, but I was very disappointed because I didn't see any signs. Well, they they steal the signs. You saw. You had to see that. <laughs> they they literally so this person like brought in I don't remember what it said but there is somebody that brought in and was in like the first row and had a sign yeah. like probably calling him the trash Stros or something and they literally like wasn't, took the person's sign was. what was it mm-hmm. I said I think it was an asterisk oh yeah uh, yeah and they literally it's like you're setting yourself up for these like memes and it's like it's so easy yeah um. I remember there was some, there's a Twitter account. I'll need to find it again. Uh, I won't need to find it, I guess, for a while. But they were counting the number of times the Astros players got hit, which definitely was all intentional. <laughs> I don't know if, like, spring feels like a pretty low-risk place for it to be, like, intentional. But did anybody get hit while you were there, or was it kind of, like, pretty laid back? And uh, You know, I don't really remember. I think one player might have got hit but it wasn't like one of the one of the starters so i don't remember what yeah i don't think so i think one of the cardinals got hit remember that uh i saw now that everybody's off of we're like finding baseball things to do um which i don't know what people do on twitter without sports i'm still trying to figure that out um but i saw pretty recently the steven piscotti ordeal when he got hit three times in one trip around the bases against, I think, the Cubs. I don't know if you remember that. He got hit by a pitch. And he got that. hit by a pickoff throw, and then he got hit by another. A throw to yeah. uh, mm-hmm. I think the last one, didn't it hit him in the head, too? I think he had to get. I think we were, like, worried that. It hit him. We were, like, worried after he got hit a few times that he was, like, going to be concussed and, like, actually, like, out for a little bit. I don't remember what the aftermath of all that was, but. Um, yeah. He got. He kind of went through it in St. Louis. He got he had a collision in the outfield. Oh too, right? yeah, that uh, oh, that was. I don't remember who it was with. Yeah, who was that with? Because that was scary. That I remember. He was like out cold on the. Uh, yeah. Let me see if I can find that. It had to be Grichik, right? Oh no, it was Borges. Oh, you found it Borges. <laughs> the only thing he did ever. Was almost killed, Stephen Piscotti. All right. That's why. 
Cardinals gets hypothetically speaking. <laughs> okay, hypothetically speaking, who was the player you saw on Tinder that had a girlfriend? I hope we can talk about this. Maybe we can't. We'll see. Uh, I mean, I don't care. I don't think anybody else cares. He's not a major league starter. Okay. But. Um, was he a major leaguer? It, I he made a major league debut. Okay, so it counts. He, it it was Justin Williams. I don't think anybody really cares no. about him, so I don't care <laughs> saying it. Maybe it maybe it's an old account that he forgot about. We'll see. Yeah, the chat the mm. Peter Borges thing was in Pittsburgh, so apparently I'm not the only one. Uh, the birds on the black group site apparently had a bet. I was not in on this bet. I had a bet on who it was. I think our bets were probably all um, Bader and O'Neill, but uh, Libby, it thanks you. <laughs> Libby wanted you to spill the tea. I'm sure she thanks you for spilling tea. So, oh, she already knew the tea. Oh, so she already knew the tea. So there you go. So she just wanted all of us to. So Justin Williams, he's. Uh, I guess he is. He even a candidate for an outfield spot, or is he going to be back in the minor leagues? I don't. I don't. Oh, well, I he's mean, there, but I don't think he's. Maybe if like two people get injured. But I feel like he's, like, fourth in line. Yeah, I think he's probably fourth in line for, like, in terms of even being called up, you think? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think... Unless we had a bunch of injuries, I don't think... I don't see him playing in the majors this year. Yeah, and now especially with the... They changed the September roster, so they gave everybody that 26th spot for the whole season. Mm-hmm. But now you don't get the September, like, cups of coffee that you used to get, so... Yeah, that's probably fair. Uh, so I guess who do you have before? I'm probably. I mean, obviously start. Well, starters: Bader, um, Fowler, O'Neill, Lane Thomas. Who else? Is, I mean, Carlson probably. Yeah, I would say Dylan. There Carlson. were probably some sneaky bets in our chat for Carlson to be the Tinder guy. Um, but. Ooh, nah. His his girlfriend. I don't. I don't see him like that. Girlfriend has him on lockdown. I mean, she's like a model. He would oh, be stupid yeah. to do. Well, guys are all. <laughs> I mean, guys are stupid. Well, that's well, true. Yeah, never know. But um, Dean Carlson William. Oh yeah, I forgot about Austin Dean. Um, oh, I can see the comments oh, there you now. Go. Mine are kind of hidden a little bit, so I'm having to like scroll a lot, which is a little weird. Um, yeah. So I guess. Um, down at spring, so you, down spring training, were there any, like, you said you got there late, is there anything, like, other than the games, like, is it just, are you close enough that you were just able to kind of drive down and see them, or were you, like, there for multiple days at a time? Um, it's, like, three hours away from me, so I just drove down there for the day every time I went. Like, I was going to go this week, and my friend was supposed to come with me, but we were going to stay there for, like, three days, but... I was going to say, three hours is a yeah. day trip is... A long drive. It is, but it was worth it. I mean, that's like all these games start at noon. I mean, is it? I guess they're all noon starts, or it starts at, game... it starts at one because we're oh, in Eastern. That's right. so. Yeah, man, still that's like so a. I, it ended at like usually like four four thirty. So I got home at like seven thirty. Hopefully it was, I don't know how daylight savings works in Florida. I've learned recently that daylight savings is not a thing in Arizona. So me and Cardinals gifts have had some back and forth where we're not, we're a little confused on times. Because uh, apparently oh. Arizona doesn't flip the, the, the clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Florida does because yeah. when I was down there, we lost an hour yeah, on we Sunday, do. which is a little sad. Um, cut the vacation <laughs> an hour short. Um, but hopefully, uh, I mean, the thing with for me, and it seems like it's probably not an issue there, but the nice thing about like going to those games is like you're just out in the sun the whole time like you don't deal with the lights like at this time of year maybe it's probably different since you're down there all, all year but for like somebody uh-huh. up here it's like norm during the winter like this time of year it's like pre-daylight savings dark at like four thirty. so like well so it was different every every game that i went to so the first game that i went to it was cold like and when I say cold, it was sixty degrees. But that's cold for. That was uh, when I was down in Orlando. We had a beach trip planned and we didn't go because it was like sixty-five, the day that we were supposed to go. So I yeah. feel you on the, the Florida coldness. Yeah, we were sitting in the shade, so it was cold for us. The second game that I went to, it was ninety degrees. I was in direct sunlight. I got so sunburned. I posted the picture on Twitter. Maybe you guys saw it. 
but it was so bad. I have, I still have the tan lines, so that was not was good. Just, the last two, it was, it was like seventy degrees, so that was a good day. I was gonna say that when I go down to Florida, that's like my, like tan for the summer. I'll like burn a little bit the first day, and then I just keep the farmer tan for, for the rest of. Oh <laughs> yeah, I got. Fine. Um, all right, let's see. I don't think we have any. Did we talk about the songs? Not to. I, we're having great baseball conversation. Not to bring this, not to end the baseball conversation. Did we talk when we were going through that Taylor Swift bracket about the songs that we always skip? No, we did not. All right, so this was a question that Keely brought up to me, which I only think about those Taylor Swift songs that I enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. But we, when we were like putting this together, she came up with the question of what are the songs we always skip? And I think we can probably kind of use this as a segue. Well, I'll. I'll take some questions afterwards if there are any, um, but we could probably use this as a segue to kind of wind down. Um, Mm -hmm. So for me, I'll start first since you asked the question. Um, The songs that I always skip, and these are, there's definitely songs that she has that I don't listen to, um, which again, maybe that's, maybe that's wrong with me. I'm not a super fan. I don't know. Um, There's definitely songs I just don't listen to either because I'm not in the mood. They're not in the playlist, whatever. But the songs that are on my playlist and I don't listen to, um, the main two that came to mind are Safe and Sound, which, so the story with Safe and Sound is I was, hopefully my parents aren't watching this. My mom, dad, I never told you about this. I'm sorry. Please, I hope you're not watching. Um, I hope my, I have very unsupportive parents by now. Um, if they are, hopefully they're not my biggest fans, I guess. But Safe and Sound, so... I was stopping by a friend's graduation party. This was in high school, um, a week after I backed over a brick mailbox. Um, <laughs> which, that one I told them about. This one I this one I, I hit a little bit. Um, yeah, gifts we did establish the Dominant Taylor Swift fan. It's Keely. She's so much better. Keely has seen her live. I've, I'm sure you've seen her live. I have not. I've been trying so hard. Um, I'm going to go to... I want to go to the lover tour so bad, but I have to like convince normal, like convince my friends that that's a good idea, which is going to be a long shot. We'll see. Um, Mm -hmm. But the, so yeah, so a week after I back over a brick mailbox, I go to one of my friend's graduation parties and basically I had to like stop in and out. So I was just going to like park the car. I was with somebody I I was dating at the time. I run out of the car. I go talk to the guy for like, I was playing, I'm probably talking to, him, talking to this guy for 15 minutes or so. Um, I look back probably five minutes into the conversation and the girl, my girlfriend at the time was standing out of the car. The car had rolled, um, rolled away, backed into somebody, pro- I don't know, somebody's like Toyota or something, put a dent in two doors. Um, and I found out after the fact that I did not put the car in park. So now when I hear safe and sound, I get a little bit of PTSD, um, and I skip it, because uh, I really don't want to remember that. That was, Like I said, that was a week after I backed over Brick Mailbox. It was a tough week for Zach's wallet. Um, I remember my mom uh, saw the dent on the back of my car, and she asked me what happened, and I just explained it away. It was like, I don't know, like I was parked at a packed golf course, like somebody probably hit it with a golf cart. Hopefully she's not listening, but... I don't know, we're like nine years later, maybe we can talk about it. Um, and then the other one's crazier, which has a whole different story. But um, all right, we'll take yours, we'll lead it out. And then maybe if there's any, somebody's trying to do 50 retweets and Zach will go on. I will probably go on, I guess, if people want me to. I don't think we're going to get 50 retweets, but we'll, uh, we'll hear Keely's songs that she always skips from Taylor Swift, which is surprising that she skips any. And then we'll see... Uh, I think probably that'll that'll wrap us up. Mm-hmm. Um, so my skips, um, we talked about this. Girl at Home, I like the message. It's just not, I feel like the whole song is just kind of like yeah. meh for me. It doesn't really have like a point. The um, point is the message. Perfect... Okay, well, it's not very catchy. <laughs> okay, so I think, okay. okay, that's fair. I think it's catchy. I like it, but... I'm a sucker for Um, for red. um, A Perfectly Good Heart, which I don't know if you guys have even heard that song. She wrote it when she was like 15. It's on the first album. Uh, It's not very good. (laughs) And then my other skip, 
are my other skips. I only skip them because not I like the songs. They're just too sad to listen to on a daily basis. Um, all too well. No, not sad. No. Okay. I jammed to all too well. It is. It's, uh, it's one of her sad songs. So. Yeah, soon you'll get better, mm. which is about her mom having cancer. Yeah. I can't listen to cry. And Ronan, which is about a little kid that has cancer. So we don't listen to that either, but it's a beautiful song, but it's it's not something that you want to listen to. I felt like we had a really good, positive thing going for a long time here. You've been a very mm-hmm. good, very good guest host. And then you're going to try <laughs> to segue us out on two of the me. saddest songs that Taylor Swift has written. I don't remember what um, Ronan was on, but I, I've only heard it once for the exact reason Ryan you said. Just- it was like a single. Yeah, I've only heard it once for the exact reason you said. Like, I can't listen to that song and like, just like I can't. Mm-hmm. I I like that she did it. I think it's really cool. Um, yeah. But it, I mean that, and then yeah, soon you'll get better. It's just kind of a heartbreaking yeah. song. Was that in okay. the? So I have one more yes. question. Um, <laughs> what are your thoughts on you know the song "Me"? How she took out "Hey Kids" spelling is fun. Oh, she so. I haven't listened to it, and I've only listened to the album version on Spotify. This is the first oh. time I'm hearing that she said that she took out Hey Kids spelling is fun. When did this, ha- like, is that in it the, was- I get. Oh, it's, it's, if you look up the music video on YouTube, it's in the music video. So it, it's in the music <laughs> right video? When did pitch, it, so what, where's it taken is- out? She took it out because I guess she didn't like it. Oh. She got made fun of so much for it. People said it was like it sounded like a kid's song. Well, it did. I mean, that's true, right? Like, she literally says the whole song. She, she's worried about sounding like a kid's song, and she says, "Hey, kids." <laughs> who was she? Who did she think she was talking to? I mean, I guess you're not wrong. But I so is it not in? So if I pull up the the lover music video now, is it not in, or not lover the me music video now? Is it not in the music video? It's in the music video, but she took it out after that. Like when she released the album, it wasn't on the album version. No shit. I feel like I should know that, but I guess so. I listened to me like this is getting to sound horrible. I listened to me. Um, when it first came out, I was like, I don't love it, but I'm going to give it a chance. And then I think I had it on, like, the one song repeat on Spotify for... Basically, I just drilled it into my head for, like, a day straight to, like, try to figure out if I liked it or not. And by the end of it, I, I convinced myself that I liked it. Um, but I haven't... I think that, like, day of, like, me quarantine, um, I haven't had to listen to it since. So I like the Hey Kids Punk is Fun. I think... As, like, a song, like, the song doesn't fit the rest of the album. Is that fair? It is fair. I think it was a weird first single. Yeah. I feel, I she still did stand with, like, full summer should have been a single. She did that with Reputation, too. She, Look What You Made Me Do, did not match the rest of Reputation. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if she's, like, I, I talked to a few of my friends about this. I, I feel like at a certain point, it's like she's throwing these out there to, like, prove people, like, prove to people that no matter what she puts out first, that people are going to listen to it and buy it. Um, okay. I think, yeah, Me was weird, because the rest of Lover, I feel like, is a, a grown-up 1989. I agree. So, There's a lot of lower songs, like, like, Afterglow and, like, False God. Yeah. Those are definitely adult songs yeah and like i i feel like they there's a lot of the same themes but it's kind of like she's grown up matured a little bit she's like maybe a little more um you're kind of like looking back and accepting more so than like i think in 1989 she was like kind of like breaking out of maybe that's the wrong word but like i almost want to say kind of like breaking free of kind of like the just like kind of coming of age thing so yeah i feel like it's just kind of a little bit reflective of that. It's like five years later, a lot of the songs to me at least are pretty similar. I think there's a lot of references in lover back to red and to 1989, which I obviously like. Um, Mm -hmm. But I didn't know she took that out. So again, Cardinals gifts asked earlier, have we established a dominant to a Swift fan? We have. Um, Keely buys the albums. 
She has seen I the extra lyrics to Giant Taylor Swift flag on my wall. And I was going to have this facing that way, but the lighting is really bad in this direction. So we, we appreciate it. Can but, you, I, we're not going to ask you to do this, but are you able to play any of her songs on the guitar behind you? Um, I can play like all of them, but I'm not, no, going, we're, to. No, we're not going to. This is not a music podcast. People might be confused. This is a baseball podcast. Better, We've but. been talking about Taylor Swift. It's not a music podcast. So um, we're not going to ask anybody to break out musical instruments, but yeah. This is what happens when we don't have sports. We've lost a lot of viewers, by the yeah, way. Yeah, we're, we're wrapping up anyways. I can't. Kyle carries yeah. these on for like an hour and a half. I got about, I don't know, yeah. 30 to 45 minutes usually. I mean, I think last week I went an hour, and that was because I had Brendan to fill. Brendan just kept going on about, um, love Brendan, by the way, so I'm going to give him a little shit, but Brendan uh, carried that <laughs> podcast for a little while. So, um, But all right, so this was fun. I'm glad... Thank you for being the guinea pig to help this get set up. So we figured out um, through a lot longer trial and error how to get Keely and me and all this stuff <laughs> split screened on the Periscope. It was not very simple. We're using Skype. Skype is not the easiest. No, like 2008. <laughs> it's not the easiest app to use. They updated and pretty recently, and it's still, like Keely said, it's stuck in 2008. So... This was fun. I appreciate your time. Glad we were able to go through the Taylor Swift bracket. Hopefully, we won't have to do too many of these. Um, you know, we're, we're not going to have to do too many off baseball nerds on the black podcasts before baseball is back. Um, hopefully, I think I'm optimistic that maybe, and maybe this is just too hopeful of me, um, that maybe things will start getting closer to normal in May, I think is my hope. Um but again, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining. Um, this was fun. Uh, next week we'll be back, hopefully, to baseball. I'll have some time to do some analysis. We'll talk about um, probably spin rates. Daniel Ponce Leon. We'll get into that later on. You'll see it later this week. Um, but thanks, Keely, for going through this. Thank you, audience, for feeding my obsession and Keely's obsession. <laughs> and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you again next time. Thanks, guys.